that uh, that went pretty much exactly as I expected it would. What is going on, everybody? It is August 17th, 2021. We are here. We are excited. This is Pod 75, fifth episode of Season 4. Um, things are going to be a little bit crazy. We've got some new logo. We've got some new stream overlays. We're looking spiffy. We're looking cool. Uh, but you know what? We're glad you're along for the ride. And uh, we're, ready to, uh, we're ready to rock. So, Walters, go ahead and rock us into it, huh, pal? Welcome. To the Hidden Oaks Overdose Football Fix with your lovely hostesses, Garlic Johnson. We're gonna need to take a break here while I change my pants. And Josh Mitchell. Sitting here undefeated in everything I do, except fantasy football. No, I'm not allowed to handle crayons. <laughs> not after last time. <laughs> not after last time. And now, ladies and gentlemen, Garlic and Josh. All right, I'm hyped up. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Hidden Oaks Overdose Football Fix Podcast. I am one of your lovely hostesses, The Garlic Johnson. We are joined, as always, well, almost always, by your other lovely hostess, The Joshua Mitchell. Josh, say hi to the folks. Hi, folks. Oh, no. The audio's not great. Uh, Hopefully it gets better. Uh, anyways, hiddenoaksoverdoseedge.com, um, anchor.fm slash hoodpod, and now our Discord, all the places you can interact with us, so we would love it if you do. Um, otherwise, you can go to hiddenoaksoverdose.com for you to check out our League of Record. It's pretty dope over there. Um, there's also the segment start times, which will be down in the description below for all you audio listeners. And I uh, got a shout out to at Levi Oak Illustration for all this new branding, where, uh, all this new cool stuff we got going right now. So, yeah. Uh, but no, Josh, the next thing <laughs> the next thing on the list would be the Fantasy Zone. Uh, do you have any sponsors for the Fantasy Zone today, Josh? Well, I did, but since it took so long, I ate my entire Johnny Pop mixed berry um, before we got you know, rolling. So was it, was, it, was it good? Not good enough to make me forget about how long it's taken to get started. All right. What about to drink, Josh? You got any fancy drinks over there? I got some high-quality sink water mixed in with a little bit of leftover uh, pre-workout and leftover Metamucil fiber. Metamucil fiber, Josh? You're you're taking fiber on your own account, or uh, is this a doctor recommendation? On my own account. I like to keep regular, you know. And And you uh, don't want to do Activia like Jamie Lee Curtis has been telling you your whole life? Nope. And I've been, uh, you know, I'm getting up there in years, and... uh, some have been looking at getting me a home and figured I'd just try and do what I can to stick around as long as possible. Get off your phone. I will not. Because uh, <laughs> Brian said to text me if, if we go back, uh, which we have. So, all right. But so I've got, uh, I've got a delicious Arnie Palmer half and half Southern style. And, uh, you know, so that's so half. It tastes like swamp? Oh, no. Please, Josh. It's half pink lemonade instead of regular lemonade. So a pink swamp. That's, uh, I believe that's how that tastes. And then I've also got, Josh, I went through Big Lake this weekend. We got some of the classic pumpkin bars just for Josh's enjoyment. I know how much Josh likes pumpkin and bars, so got a nice little... Actually, Nikita has taught me that I actually like pumpkin stuff. So uh. yeah, She made pumpkin cookies that are kind of like those pumpkin bars. And yep. I mean, it was last year, but I, I'm sure by fall I'll forget that I like it and argue with her that I hate it. Well, there you go. So, I mean, but so you're on the pumpkin train. That's what I'm hearing you say. And that's all that really matters. Yes. 
Um, something's going on with my screen. Well, I mean, I, I, the one thing I can't see, Josh, is your screen. Walk me through it. Well, it looks like we're aliens. Our faces are overlaying each other. There's three of us, and... Is that on YouTube or on your Skype call, or where is that? Because everything looks fine. Skype. Everything looks fine to me, so just ignore your Skype. Your Skype okay. is bad. Your Skype is lying okay. to you. Okay. Oh, thanks, Josh, for the beautiful heart. <laughs> so we did have one... <laughs> Oh, I can't take this podcast seriously right now. Um, good thing it's the preseason. So we did have one fan interaction from last time. It was from Jack on our last video with the Faye Favre where we did all those different fantasy players we were talking about. And uh, you can see at the note sheet there, Jack asked, did I just hear Jordan Love compared to Trevor Lawrence? And then Jack did the throwing up emoji. So, uh, Josh, did you compare Jordan Love to Trevor Lawrence? And why does that make you comment? I guess I don't know if we're... If we're uh, talking about quarterback ratings from the first preseason game, we might have just disrespected Mr. Love um, after that. So go uh, go tuck yourself in, Jack, because, you know, we don't know how they're going to be. Trevor Lawrence might go out there and pull a Ryan Leaf. You ever heard of that guy? Sure you haven't. Never have I ever. Uh, what was I think of, I mean, in the NFL subreddit, I'm sure because you thought of Ryan Leaf, you saw the same thing I did. It was like the very first preseason game, Peyton Manning, Ryan Leaf, and it was like Ryan Leaf outduels yeah. Peyton Manning. That's what you're talking about? Well, I wasn't necessarily just talking about that, but he's he's typically looked at as the uh, the number one quarterback bust. So That isn't named Jamarcus Russell or what? I thought Jamarcus Russell was a D-lineman that got lost at camp. Might have. And uh, since this has been such a piss poor thing, before I go any further, we talked about our own sponsors. But before we even talked about our food sponsors, I should have said that the Fantasy Zone was brought to you by Skybusters. Brian, I would totally understand if this podcast does not suit your standards for sponsorship. So, uh, yeah, we can. I can give you a freebie. I can credit you one extra show um, if you want. You can let me know in the chat. Um, yeah, we didn't really, really know. We don't really have anything else in the Fantasy Zone, Josh. Not a lot of interaction from last time because it was over a month ago. Um, don't really need to talk about the Rogers news. That's all gone. It's all gone by the wayside. So uh, hopefully more Fantasy Zone stuff coming up. Oh, no. We're, we'll do... Uh, oh, fuck. I don't dare open Google Chrome. We had some cool memes, and I'm not going to show them on the screen because my computer is uh, failing. So uh, we'll show memes next week. For everyone who submitted memes, I'll just show them next week. Thank you for your participation. Brian has become a meme god. Josh, did you see Brian's first meme? Um, it was in the general chat. He didn't put it in the, the meme yes of the week. <laughs> That's correct. But he used like the Jedi Council picture that had like Bernie, Bernie Sanders in the background, like sitting in one of the chairs, like his inauguration photo. I don't know if you saw it. I don't think Brian picked that on purpose. But if you look very closely, you will see Bernie Sanders on the Jedi Council, and I think it's incredible. Are you sure it's not Emperor Palpatine? <laughs> it's, uh, how, Josh, how dare you? Bernie Sanders is a saint. Yeah, well, so is Emperor Palpatine in some people's eyes. <laughs> you know, that's 100% true. <sighs> this, uh, Josh, let's keep going. The 272, the AFC. Let's just hop right into her. How do we feel? How do we feel about guessing all 272 games, more games than we've ever guessed before? I think I got them all right. Every single one of them? I mean, which one do you feel most proud about? The Texans going 0-17. <laughs> so that was that. 
So you took a page out of my book with the Jets last year, and you went 0-17 for the Texans. If one team was going to go 0-17, it'd be the fucking Texans. I assume you assume Deshaun Watson will not play. Not to give yeah. away too many spoilers, but I mean, this one's not. This one's not crazy. Yeah, I mean, if he's uh, if he's not playing, then and then it's 0-17. But if he's playing, it's probably just like 4-13 or something. <laughs> Uh, that's one of the most accurate things I've ever heard. Uh, so, Josh, before we get going, uh, we've done this every single year of the podcast. This is year four. This is our fourth year predicting all uh, all regular season games. Um, how have we done in the past? A little grain of salt for the folks. The last two years specifically, 2020 and 2019, uh, how did we do? Well, I think because last year we only uh, went through week 16 for our total for like our podcasts. We didn't do the full percentages like we did in 2019. But 2019, um, you had an accuracy of 58.01 percent. I'll take and it. I had a 64.26 percent accuracy. Um, I believe that this was the year that we uh, or I roasted Adam Rank and uh, all the professionals because they were sitting there around the the 55, 54 rank, and I'm like, why did they get paid for spewing nonsense? Yep. Um, and then in 2020, we I had 16 teams uh, within two games, and I think um, overall it was like 25 games. 25 teams within three and then you had 22 teams within two and i believe your overall um past that was like 28 well you know what i'm not i'm not feeling too bad about that so what you're saying is we're off we're often right more often right than we are wrong so we're not terrible at this correct we know and, we're talking about kind of and yeah no and just i'm not saying you should do this but i'm saying take out a loan a second mortgage on the house and go to vegas you got it guaranteed do you think vegas offers a 272 game parlay so like literally every single game of the season they can't right we would have had to have heard about something like that before yeah no we would have we would have heard about that and probably submitted all of our life savings into it by now i mean that's exactly what i would have done for sure well, Josh, without, well, I guess here, I'll go before we get started. So if anyone doesn't remember how this works, I'm going to have a little interval timer going on my phone because if I did on my computer, my computer would literally fucking start on fire at this point. So we've got 16 AFC teams. The interval timer goes for 60, 60 seconds each. Um, and then so Josh and I will talk for approximately 30 seconds apiece. Sometimes we go over when we get very passionate. Sometimes we don't care about the teams at all. And so we'll only talk for, you know, 15 seconds each and there'll be a lot of dead air. But... 16 teams to go through 16 minutes uh the podcast should be nice and short today even though we had a good you know 20 minutes of technical difficulties so we got that going for us uh we're going in alphabetical order of the afc so don't expect us to go by division so baltimore is our first team and uh tennessee is our last team it's uh alphabetical by their city or their state or whatever location they're playing out of josh are you physically mentally emotionally prepared to go through 16 teams in 16 minutes yeah sure i guess we'll figure it out <laughs> all right do you want to talk first for baltimore do you want to talk second for baltimore i'll i'll talk uh second you can go okay so there's a five second prepare here 
All right. So first up, we got the Baltimore Ravens, Joshua. I think this team is not going to be great this year. I'm kind of over the Harbaugh. I'm kind of over the Lamar Jackson. The dude won't get his vaccine. He's an honorary poopy boy just like me last year. He had to leave a game just so he could go take a, uh, a grumpy. Um, you know, I think this team's going to be just the middle of the pack. I got him going 9 and 8. Power ranks between 16 and 17. So literally couldn't be more average, okay? Uh, they also have no one on their team who can catch a ball. So, Josh, what do you think? I just, I mean, they just drafted Rashad Bateman, who can catch the ball. He was in Minnesota. Injured already. Oh, yes, for the season? No, sorry. I don't, I'm not going to interrupt you again. Sorry, go ahead. Okay. Um, I had them going 11 and 6, uh, which is good enough for the Joshy Wishy Washy power rank system of 10 to 12. And, um, that was pre-Lamar COVID. If he has any long-term issues from that, I said 6-11 and 11 is definitely possible. So you start on Buffalo then? Going on to Buffalo, I had them going 15-2, and two, um, which is good enough for the Joshy Wishy Washy Power Ranky for 1-2. to two. Um, They have a weak division. Um, if the running backs step up, they'll be okay moving on from uh, the, the last season's postseason defeat. I mean, for you to think Buffalo is going to be the top of the AFC, that's nuts to me. Maybe even the top of the league. I do have them going 13-4, and four, though. I have them power-ranked third. I just think there's no chance they are better than Kansas City. Um, the, obviously, their offense is potent. They signed Emmanuel Sanders to be a solid wide receiver, too, for them. Gabriel Davis showed good signs as a rookie last year, so their passing offense will be incredible. They're still, they're still rocking with Devil, Devin Singletary and Zach Moss, though, so, I mean, the running game is the most thing that's questionable, but it obviously didn't hold them back too much last year so i got this team going 13 and 4 power ranked for third uh they'll definitely be in the playoffs i don't think they'll knock off the chiefs though coming in next we got the cincinnati Bengals. uh so last year i think i also gave them five wins and that's exactly what i'm giving them this year uh they could have drafted a stud offensive lineman the first one off the board this year instead they decided to draft a wide receiver, another one. They had like two, three good ones, and they drafted another one. So uh, poor Joey Burrow that got knocked out of the league last year with a terrible leg injury, I believe. Also almost got his head knocked off at one point. Has no one to protect him. I have them at the bottom of the league, power rank somewhere between 25 and 28. They suck. Josh, what do you think? Um, yeah, I, I have them going 3 and 14. Uh, good enough for the Joshy Wishy Washy power rank of 28 to 30. And um, I said that, you know, top tier rookie left tackle probably would have made this team playoff bound, but let's take a wide receiver and finish bottom of the pile. And by playoff bound, I meant uh, thinking they're in the playoffs after they win like two games in the first six weeks. Um, but yeah, they're trash. Moving on to Cleveland, the Brownie Townies. I had them going 13 and four. Um, good enough for the Joshy Wishy Washy power rank of five to seven. Um, and then I said, <laughs> uh, Chubba Chubba Choo Choo playoff train. train Jesus. Because, <laughs> uh, I mean, with that running game, and then they also have Baker Mayfield, who's been a serviceable quarterback, as well as one of the youngest and best defenses in the league. Uh, chubba Chubba Choo Choo, ladies and gentlemen. Gar, what do you have? 
Oh man, for the <laughs> I can't even I can't even compete with the Chubba Chubba Choo Choo dude. I I have the Browns going twelve and five. I have them power ranked somewhere between four and nine. I know that's a big range for the top, but I have a bunch of twelve and five, and I really don't want to sit here and have to break down and differentiate between them. I mean, if you had to, the Cleveland's probably on the back end of that between seven and nine. But I really think Daddy Stefanski will steer this baby right. Uh, I think they got what it takes this year to be a playoff team. Moving on to the Denver Broncos. This is another team i just do not think highly of at all um probably the team i hate, hate the most so far to the five six we've talked about i got them going two and 15 their power ranked 31st in my uh i don't have a cool nickname i'm not you know the wishy-washy joshy whatever but i got them power ranked 31st in my power rankings um i think the coach is okay the new gm is going to be all right they just need to build the team drew lock ain't it josh what do you think yeah, I had Denver going three and fourteen, good enough for the Joshy Wishy Washy power rank of twenty eight to thirty. Um, they have solid talent in a lot of places, but they tried stealing Rogetown, and I hate them for it. Did they really try though? Do we know that for sure? Was that just a rumor, literally the whole time? I mean, as far as I know, they tried. Um, but then again, I've tried during this podcast before too, and we've all seen how that turned out. So there's there is a possibility that it was just that one guy spitting out his bum, but. Eh. Moving on to Houston, um, could I just laugh for the 30 seconds that I'm allotted? Go for I had them it. Going 0 and 17, good enough for the Joshy Wishy Washy power rank of 32. Um, and then I was just wondering, it's like someone gave their six-year-old nephew the controller in Madden, and then this six-year-old had a ton of anger issues because he's just doing everything he can to make the city of Houston upset, except to put his finger in Deshaun Watson. Uh, dude, I'm telling you what, I'd pay good money. I'd pay good money to put my finger to Sean Watson. I think I'd probably get some sort of uh, physical gift after that. But uh, yeah, I have Houston going one and sixteen. Uh, last year, I had an own, you know, a uh, no win team, and I just wanted to give them one win this year. Uh, so Brian might be willing to bet us on this Houston one. We'll see. But I have them power ranked thirty second as well, bottom of the league, absolute dumpster fire. The organization is inept from top to bottom. Easterby is one of the biggest stooges you'll ever see. The ownership group was corrupt uh you know if watson plays maybe five wins but he won't moving on to indianapolis josh this one really hurt me and we'll talk about it more why later but i have them only going five and twelve and i love frank reich i love chris ballard carson wentz is okay their old line's good i love love marlon mack uh i think ty hilton is a bit underrated although he had a bunch of mental issues i think last year I just I couldn't give this team a lot of wins. I was going through their schedule, and you know I'm not going to sit here and pull up their schedule right now. But just pretty much every game they had, I was like, "Ooh, this other team's better." Or like a team that was you know probably similar to them in my eyes, like Detroit. I was like, "Yeah." And I took up 40 seconds. Josh, you only got 20. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, I had them going 12 and five, so the the opposite of you, which is good enough for the Joshy Wishy Washy power rank of eight or nine. Um, I have faith in that defense and their ability to overcome injuries. I just I don't see Carson Wentz, who's been their kind of the biggest cornerstone change, as a downgrade from Philip Rivers. So there's that. I respect. And we'll talk about it more later. The Jagsonville, I had them going five and 12. Um, Trevor Lawrence may not be the answer this year, um, but. It's definitely going to be Urban Meyer's fault if they falter because I do not think he's a good human being. I do not think he's a good coach. Um, sure, he can do it in college, but this team is only going to win five games, and three of them are going to be because Gardner Minshew steps in with his jorts on to play QB. 
Well, that'd be... Did inc- I say the Joshi Wishy-Washy power rank of 24 to 26? Because I had them on the Joshi Wishy-Washy power rank of 24 to 26. Excellent. I have Jacksonville going 6 and 11, so pretty similar to you. Um, this is pretty much what I do with all the new year coaches and the, you know, the top QBs off the board. You know, The Bengals were supposed to make moves in the offseason to get better. They didn't. So Jacksonville, I'm thinking maybe 6 wins this year, but they, you know, they need another year or two to improve. If they don't, they'll stay in this area for a while. But I think this team could be something if they just kind of stick to whatever plan and they have. I got them between 22 and 24 in the power rank. Moving on to KC, the cream of the crop. Everyone knows is going to be on top of most people's boards. 14 and 3 is what I got them. I got them good enough for power rank 1 or 2 because I have two 14 3 teams. So literally the best of the best. Can't argue against them. Uh, the O-line got better. They still have Kels. They still have Hill. Uh, CEH is only going to get better. Uh, what was their biggest loss? Sammy Watkins and how many people would consider that a real genuine loss? Not many, so... Oh, Josh does. Okay. Well, <laughs> we'll hear about what Josh has to say now. What do you think, pal? I, I just wanted to raise my hand for the sake of raising it, but I had them going 14-3 and three as well. Good enough for the Joshy wishy-washy power rank of 3-4. to four. Obviously, a lot of things play into this. They're probably going to be the cream of the crop, um, but, I mean, just looking... Look at their last two seasons. Kermit and Big Red, they're the new shake and bake. So, it's... Uh, it's it's definitely going to be a match. It's a match made in heaven. Um, I'm sure Big Red finishes Kermit's leftovers. Um, moving on to the Chargers, um, I had them going 13 and four, um, which is good enough for the Joshy Wishy Washy power rank of five to seven. Um, and then I just said, you know, I fell for it. I think every year everybody says the charge is going to be good, and then this is the year that I fell for it. It's it's you know, there it's their year. What do you got, Gar? Uh, I gave the Chargers eleven and six, good enough for a power rank of ten to twelve on my on my scale on my system. But I didn't feel good about it, honestly. Um, you know, which seems weird to say because I'm such a Chargers guy. Um, I love them. I love Herbie. I'm not. You know, I don't know much about the Joe Staley or Joe Stanley or whatever his name is. Uh, I don't know much about him yet. Um, offensive line should be better, but I don't know. I, they must have an easy schedule um, for me to have given them 11 and 6. I'm surprised they gave them that much. I don't think this is their year, so even if they sneak into the playoffs, uh, as a Chargers fan, I don't have a lot of faith in them winning the bowl this year. Uh, speaking of teams, though, that I'm giving bias to also, uh, this is going to be the Las Vegas Raiders. I will never not love John Gruden, and you can uh, fault me for it if you want. I have them going 10-7, and seven, good enough for a power rank between 13 and 15 on my list. Uh, Gruden is a goofball, but a good coach in my opinion. Um, they'll get some Ws they shouldn't. That's kind of what Gruden does. Like he, he will upset Kansas City probably in one of their two matchups this year. It's just kind of the thing he does. He does those weird things. They might stick in the playoffs. They're not going to do anything significant. Josh, what do you think? I had Las Vegas going six and eleven, uh, good enough for the Joshy Wishy Washy power rank of t- uh, twenty-two to twenty-three. Um, and I just said, sorry, Gruden, but your future's in the grinder after this showing. So hasn't done much in the time that he's been there. I think he's been there for what four years now, five. And, Something. Um, and and have they had a winning season under him yet? That's a really good question. I'm really glad you asked it. So I think that uh, I think his one claim to fame is they beat the uh, Chiefs once. Um, Moving on to Miami, I had them going 11 and six. Shocking people! They made some moves this off season. Um, their record, if they go 11 and six, gave them a Joshy Wishy Washy power rank of 10 to 12, somewhere in there. Um, their defense is solid. They have a shaky division um, besides Buffalo, of course. Um, and then if Tua Tua plays well, uh, Tua the they go. 
Yeah, I mean, I have uh, Miami going 10-7, and seven, good enough for the rank 13-15 to 15 as well. Um, we will see with Tua. I mean, I gave them more wins than not. Uh, again, I mean, it could be part of their schedule. They, pay the, they play the Jets twice, for example, so those are an easy couple dubs. And then they seem to beat New England at home every year, so that's just another freebie. Um, but, you know, we'll see. I love B-Flow. I'm not sold on Tua yet. Um, their running back staple is questionable to most people. I mean, Miles Gaskin and... Uh, you know, Salvin uh, Ahmed were serviceable last year, but we'll see. I don't know. Moving on to England, uh, the Billy B Paradise. I have them going 10 and 7 as well, so I have three 10 and 7s in a row here. Also good enough for the power rank 13 to 15, all of them three in a row. Here we go. I think Cam's leash will be short. Uh, I reckon, I mean, Billy B has been very supportive of him publicly the whole time, but I mean, Billy B's no stooge. I mean, if Cam can't get it together between the ears, he will bench him and throw mac and cheese out there. And I think uh, Billy B's a little more impatient because I think he doesn't have too many ears left. Josh, what do you think about New England this year? Uh, yeah, I had Newton England going eight and nine. Uh, good enough for the Joshy Wishy Washy power rank of 17 to 20. And all I had to say was football. <laughs> you gonna? Did you buy that shirt as well or no? No, I did not. I'm going to wait for the uh, the movie. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so um, obviously, yeah, I agree. To, I, the reason I only said football is because I agree with what you, you said. Uh, Billy B's not getting any younger, um, so he's, he's going to want to have someone in there. Moving on to the New York Jets, I had them going 4-13, and 13, good enough for the Joshy Wishy-Washy power rank of 27. The lone 4-13 and 13 team in my rankings. Um, I, I don't blame Salah for this dumpster fire. I do think he's going to turn the defense around. Um, but it's a young, young team with a rookie quarterback. I think that uh, in two to three years, they'll be riding that high wave at eight wins. You know what? That would that would be quite uh, quite a lot of wins in the new in the new schedule. I have them going three and fourteen, good enough for the power rank of thirty. My only uh, my only three and fourteen them four three and fourteen team uh, as well. I do love Salah as well. Need to give him a couple years. I think he might prove he can be something good. He might not. Who knows, Josh? But uh, you know, I guess. What do you think about Zach Wilson? We got you know nine seconds here. You think Zach Wilson's a real deal or not? Nah? Will they need to find another one? I think he'll do fine. I mean, they got they got decent weapons around him, but um, I do think that he'll do he'll be serviceful as a rookie QB. All right, moving on to the Pittsburgh. I got them going nine and eight this year. Good enough for the other sixteen and seventeen team in my power rankings. Uh, I just don't think Big Ben got enough in the tank. I mean, Juju's not invested. Claypool, uh, Claypool will be all right, but with no offensive line, uh, Eric's talked about this. You know, it's going to be tough for Najee to succeed as much as he wants. Hopefully, uh, he does good enough to be good for me in fantasy, but not so good that this team gets more wins. Josh, how do you feel about Pitts this year? I had them going 11 and six because I was the one that was down on them last year. And I said, never again, um, just because I thought that they were going to be trash and then they started off undefeated. Um, so their 11 and six record gives them a Joshy wishy washy power rank of 10 to 12. Um, and then my only notes were something clever and I, I didn't think of that. So, um, I do see that I have eight seconds left. So I'd like to thank mom, dad, Deb, Nikita, Kaya, Odin, I guess I could have held it like this the whole time, huh? And uh, moving on to <laughs> Tennessee, I had them going 15 and two, good enough for the Josh Joshy Wishy Washy power rank of one to two. Um, I think that their offense is potent despite losing Johnu Smith, um, and if that defense slips, Vrabel's going to suit up and uh, chomp some knees. Um, I do think that uh, you know I, I do think that my 
um, overall rankings are are a little skewed because I did it a couple weeks at a time instead of just all at once. So my gut had time to change, and so it's a. Uh, it's very possible that I'm completely off base and 100% wrong and everything, but I'm not. Gar, you have 20 seconds. Well, I mean, I don't think Tennessee will be quite that good this year. I have power ranks 4-9 to nine with the 12-5 and five record. I agree, Vrabel will do whatever it takes. But, I mean, even with the addition of Julio Jones, do you really think Ryan Tannehill's the guy that's going to get you there? I think even though he's better than Kirk, I still think he's at the top end of the Kirk category. He's no Patty Mahomes. He's no Aaron Rodgers. He's no Tom Brady. So... That's it, Josh. That's the uh, that's all sixteen teams. How do you feel? Need to need a cold shower after that? Was that a lot for you? Was that intense? No, it was good. I liked it. I like how we broke it up this year. I'm just sitting here staring at my note drawing and uh, kind of giggling internally. Uh, that face is just getting to me. <laughs> God. Well, before we move, who knew on? that four shapes would make someone laugh so much? Uh, uh, before we move on, Josh, we did do a little comparison and this with our new layout and everything, I was going to take the time to show it on the screen and see, you know, kind of what we were talking about. Cause that's a lot of words for them to process. I'm not going to risk it. We've been going pretty smoothly for a little bit here. I'm not going to, you know, try and pull up Chrome or Firefox now. So we can roll with what we got, uh, but we can walk through what our kind of, our, our comparisons are for the AFC. So if you want to go to that other, other sheet in the spreadsheet, um, uh, and the our compost di- one. Yeah, the comp, the comps, yeah, the compost ones. Just what our differences were for each team, because obviously some of the teams we feel pretty similar about, and then there's at least you know a couple teams that we're pretty far off on. Yeah, so I mean, AFC. Um, I'm actually shocked because my AFC teams, I think uh, I had them like the top four, top five in the uh, power ranking system, um, and and yours was kind of an even split, but we had. Oh gosh, it's not numbered. Gar, um, just hi- just highlight the middle column, and it'll do the count in the bottom right for you. Um, so like seven teams are within within one win. Yeah, so seven teams are within one win. Um, Ten teams. No, nope, that's not math. Thirteen teams within two wins, and out of the sixteen teams, that's pretty much the same. Our biggest discrepancy is that indie one, where you have little faith in Carson Wentz, and I have more faith in him. I just thought their schedule was tougher this year. I mean, so you got them twelve and five, I got them five and twelve, and you have their projected win and loss here. Where did that come? By the way, what's the source for this? Espen. Espen. So, I mean, ESPN has them going 9-7, and seven, so pretty much in between the two of us, a little, a little more skewing towards you. But I just, their schedule looked a little more tough to me, and I'm not sure this team is going to, you know, what it takes. I guess, do you think, because it seemed like last year, and maybe even the year before, Carson Wentz wasn't, his problem wasn't his actual physical ability to throw the ball. It, it looked like it was all between the ears. So, I mean, I guess, do you think being out of Philly, that's all cured now? Well, I think it also has something to do with the fact that offensive line was... Um, one ham sandwich away from being a Kelvin Benjamin. They're pretty bad. And so um, I think that having having the offensive line that they have in Indy along with weapons like Mack and uh, Jonathan Taylor and Pittman and um, that T.Y. guy and then uh, Mo Alley-Cox, they should be – I think he'll do fine. I think it, that if it, all, if it was between the years, it'll improve. 
Gotcha. So, I mean, just to run down the list, we, we, were, we have pretty comparable on Casey, Houston, Denver, the Jets, Jacksonville, Miami, Cleveland. Those are all within one win. Cincinnati, New England, Baltimore, Pittsburgh, Los Angeles, and Buffalo were within two wins. So we we're pretty comparable on almost all of the AFC. Tennessee, we're three wins off of. Josh has them doing better than I do. And then the Raiders, I have doing four wins better than Josh thinks. So... I don't know. We'll see. Um, obviously, these ESPN projections are pretty conservative. The top one for Kansas City is 11, you know, 11 and a half wins, and we both have them getting 14, and their bottom team for Houston was, uh, uh, where we go? I lost. They have them getting five wins somehow. So, I mean, obviously, these ESPN projections are, I don't know. It's trying a science-based to... model. <laughs> is, Josh, how much... Oh, by the way, Brian said he would take the under on Buffalo. That's a chat I saw earlier. Uh, so we, I, I have them at 13. You have them at 15. Are you willing to bet, Brian? I don't know. I think it was like $5 last year. Even if he gave you the 13 line, my 13 line, instead of your 15 line, would you, take, would you bet him on the under? No. Oh, I don't Josh. Bet on sports. That's, you play fantasy football. That's betting on sports. Shh. It's All right. Betting, you know you're going to win. There you go. How long have we been live streaming for? Can I see that? No, I can't see that. All right, well, let's keep rolling here, Josh. That was our that was our 272 of the AFC. I really hope the 272 for the NFC next week goes a lot smoother than this did. Josh will have to get together to try out some of the things because um, uh, Zoom obviously can no longer be used, and I'm probably not going to buy a brand-new computer within the next week. So. Um, uh, Should we call it the 136 <laughs> since we broke it up? <laughs> sure, you can if you want. Uh, but it wouldn't be one. Would it be one thirty-six? Yeah, I suppose it would. That math, that, that math checks out. Um, yeah, I right. started doing that math when we started the show. So yeah, <laughs> it's right. You just figured it out now. Uh, so one of the one of the podcast feedbacks things we got last year, and I I hope this podcast won't go too long. We'll still do it anyways, though, because whoever's still listening, you deserve a little treat. Uh, it was a podcast feedback last year to do our very own kind of wire team suck segments, and, and uh, I literally just remembered that was a podcast feedback item today, so I didn't prepare like I wish I would have wrote it down like uh, Drew McGarry does every year and had like a big thing I could have read. I'm just gonna do it improv off the top of my head. Uh, Josh has a full week to prepare, so I'm sure his will be much better than mine is. I'm just gonna do mine improv right now but so if you're not familiar with uh, the wire team sucks this guy writes it up every year this big long columns on all 32 teams and he's the same problem team uh, so you'll kind of you'll hear the categories as I go but uh, there's gonna be a lot of swearing Brian so you know if you have any virgin ears around you maybe cover them uh, but I'm gonna sit here and go I'm gonna tell you why your team sucks uh, and that team today being the Minnesota Vikings so <clears throat> let me get let me get one more wet whistle here All right. Why your team sucks, Josh? Your team, the Minnesota Vikings. Well, just look at them. Your 2020 record, 7 and 9. Not good enough to be good, not bad enough to be bad. Right down the middle, staying mediocre the whole time. Your coach, Mike Zimmer. This guy is so old school, he probably hung out with Fred Flintstone at school. All right. That's, that's kind of the old school we're talking here. He gets redder than a strawberry, redder than a tomato. He, uh, he's a very agitated fellow. He, uh, he's proving himself to be a little more woke this year. Uh, he's been very hot on the vaccine scene, if you will. He's been trying to get all his players to uh, get vaccinated, but a lot of them won't. And we'll talk about that in the next section as well. But uh, Zimmer's been fighting a very public fight. I can only assume that he was fighting this fight a lot in private earlier. Um, but that's 
one of the most endearing things about Mike Zimmer is you you believe that he's doing everything he can for this team, but it's never going to be good enough. We are not going to win a Super Bowl with Mike Zimmer. And so I'm so defeated as a Vikings fan after going through years of Brad Childress and Leslie Frazier, Mike Tice. I don't care about winning a Super Bowl anymore. That's that's why my team sucks so bad. I'm okay with Mike Zimmer just giving us you know a playoff run every other year and not doing anything with it. That's why our team sucks. Your quarterback, Kirk fucking cousins what can be said about Kirk cousins that hasn't already been said about diet mayo this guy is the blandest most infuriating human at the same time somehow he's been very prominently anti-vax which has already been a problem in training camp he had to miss five days just for being a close contact uh in his press conference afterwards he said he would do literally anything it took uh to you know help this team out uh including putting up plexiglass around himself in the quarterback room when pressed on if he would do anything, why not get the vax? Kirk Cousins said, it's a private and personal matter. To which I say, Kirk Cousins, go fuck yourself. That's dumb. You're not putting the football team first. You're putting yourself first. And you're not even listening to science. I've defended you for fucking four, three, four years now. And you've pissed me off a lot. Okay? You're not a great quarterback. You're above average at best. And you have bad games that cost us wins throughout the year. And now you're doing this. After all, after all I've done to defend you, you're sitting here, Kirk Cousins. You're sitting here anti-vax. This team, this season's over. We're going to do nothing good this year, and I hate it. But we're also not going to do bad enough to get a top quarterback in the draft. So fuck me as well. What's new that sucks? It sucks that we're going to waste the time of Dalvin Tomlinson and Patrick Peterson, two pretty studly defensive players if you're not familiar. We also have new offensive coordinator Clint Kubiak, who is, I'm sure, just some sort of ugly China doll or Russian doll reproduction of his father. We'll run a similar system that will be okay, but not good enough to do us anything good at all. What has always sucked? The fans. We have the fair weather ones who only show up when we're good and bitch about everything when we don't. We have the diehards who uh, will only, you know, suck the cock of everyone who's on the team. We have an ownership group that isn't aggressive enough to actually do what it takes to win. And we have a coach and a quarterback that aren't good enough to actually win anything important at all. That has always sucked. What might not suck this year, Josh? Watching Justin Jefferson blow up and be a great wide receiver. And that is why your team sucks. Well, you know, might suck because it's going to fall into that what's new that sucks in a couple of years, but... One more time, sorry. I'm just going to say, you know, it might not suck now to watch Justin Jefferson play, but he's going to have that whole uh, Randy Moss-type trajectory. Just dominate the league for a few years before going somewhere else to win it all. You know, he just might... Actually, I don't think Moss ever won it all. Never mind. No, he, he never got a ring. He got close with New England, and he got close with... Uh, he played in two Super Bowls, for what it's worth. Uh, yeah, so that's why we're Team Sucks, Josh. Uh, like I said, I did my improv. I'm sure it was a bit of a ramble at times. Um, but but uh, yeah, I saw Al in the chat say, is this a politics pod? No, Al, this is a football pod, and the vaccine is very much a football decision at this point uh, because it could cost us wins with him just not getting the vaccine. So human health is not a political issue also. So you're wrong on two fronts. Josh, you have any final words for the folks before we kind of go over what the schedule uh, is remaining for the preseason? No. 
Are you disappointed in what our podcast became today? Because <laughs> I sure am. Yes. <sighs> we'll have to work out time to get together again this week to try out a couple of their options. Um, Josh, next week we've got the 272 or the 136, as you put it, for the NFC. The week after that, we have draft grades um, for the redraft league. And then after that, we'll do our kind of season-long predictions, like our season-long studs and duds and you know other fantasy predictions. You think it'll be a good preseason? Yeah. Do you? <laughs> yeah. Are you deeply entrenched in whatever phone game you're playing right now? Yep. <laughs> what, what are we playing? Well, I'm trying to distract myself because Nikita made dinner tonight, and it smells delectable. Well, I mean, we're pretty much done. So yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> I know. Okay, sorry. What are you doing tonight, Gar? What's on What's on your menu? Well, if I don't go jump off my deck after what we did for the first 20 minutes of this podcast, I will uh, make a pizza I bought. We got a Papa Murphy's Take and Bake, you know, $10 Tuesday. I'll be doing that. And then, uh, yeah, I don't know, probably just, you know, drink my drink my sorrows away. That's probably are what you, I'll do. Are you, are you man enough to have two Papa Murphy's Take and Bake pizzas and bake them one on top of another and make it a sandwich? I am not man enough for that, Josh. Not yet. Maybe if you teach me your manly ways for a couple more years, I'd even to such a creature. The, the the key is to bake it and then use mayonnaise as the glue. All right. Well, I'll, I'll keep that in mind. Um, Hiddokesoverdose at gmail.com. Uh, anchor.fm slash hoodpod and our new Discord are all the places you can interact with us. The Discord link is in the description below. Uh, also, if anyone knows me personally, you can text me, message me. I'll send it to you, but it is right beneath us here in this YouTube video, and it will also be in the description of any, of any audio podcast oh. you're listening to as well. So, uh, HiddenOaksOverdose.com, lastly, is a place you can check out. It's Josh. He's been doing a lot of work on there, so go look at it. Go appreciate it. Go see our league of record and how people have performed over the years. Ooh, Josh, you brought up a little uh, little website here, huh? Yeah, look at we got our own cards. I don't have pictures for anybody yet, or everybody, but I have ours. You have like little look sports cards in there. Yep, and then there's Derek's his photo. Numbers down here. As soon as as soon as you started sharing your screen, uh, the audio hell again. But thank you. So Josh, I'm just gonna go ahead and tell the people to go to sleep. That's why I waited till now. And uh, we're going to lick our wounds and see what happens next time. Love, everyone. Night. Bye. Night. Bye. Jesus Christ, dude. What was that? Ugh. That's infuriating. Ooh.